Welcome to Morale Mindset, where we discuss ways to leverage people dynamics to drive results through actual stories and tactical solutions. I am your host, David Huynh. Last episode, we discussed understanding social pecking order within a working group. This episode, we will discuss social pecking orders within a social group. Before beginning, I just want to announce that my website, moralemindset.com, is now live. If you enjoy my content and want to learn more or are curious about my consulting services, please have a look and let me know what you think. I'd like to begin our conversation on social pecking order within a social group by telling you a story about my two best friends in high school. Their names were Frank and Drew. The three of us were all fortunate enough to have a car back then to drive. And we would take turns driving each other. When I get into the car, I notice who sits in the front seat when no words are exchanged beforehand. For my best friends, I noticed when Drew drove, Frank mostly sat in front. When I drove, Frank mostly sat in front. And when Frank drove, Drew mostly sat in front. And this was very reflective of our dynamic. Frank and Drew are close with one another, and I'm close with Frank as well, but definitely fall second to Drew. This natural social pecking order emerged without anyone saying a word. It just occurred organically. Beyond high school, and up until this day, I have noticed that when no words are exchanged, the individual that has the closest relationship with the driver typically sits in front with the driver. Today, we will dive deeper into the importance and the interpretation of social pecking order among friends. Part one, importance. In the past, we discussed how we can understand relationships between others along with our relationship with others. Today, we will extend this understanding to a group situation within a social group. Understanding social pecking order will give us context as to who drives influence with a group of friends. Influence within a group covers everything from who makes the final decision on where to meet for dinner, or who has the influence 
to rally other individuals to support someone else's endeavors. This means who's not only going to show up to your comedy show, but also influence their friends to come. Developing this understanding is especially more crucial as we leave our immediate circle of friends. When we start branching into secondary or tertiary connections, friends of friends of friends, if we can understand who drives the most influence within these secondary and tertiary social groups, and to what extent, we can leverage this information to guide the direction of the group, whether towards getting people to show up for our comedy show or getting introduced to the appropriate individuals. Similar to understanding social pecking order within working groups, doing so within a social group will help us understand who drives the influence. The difference is, in a social setting, the closer individuals are to one another, the stronger the influence in both directions. Part two, interpretation. If 10 friends are all very close to one another, that does not mean they are equally close with each other. An unspoken pecking order does exist. And we can interpret social pecking order by leveraging multiple cues. But today, we will focus on proximity. In our earlier episodes, we discussed free time and attention as two leading tells for a one-on-one -on -one relationship. Although getting free time and attention are very reliable tells, it is difficult to scale in that within a group of 10 people, there are 45 one-on-one -on -one relationships. This is a lot to keep track of. So to extend our analysis into group dynamics, we will need to use a rougher metric, physical proximity. In the opening example, we discussed physical proximity as it pertains to sitting in a car. The individuals that are closest would typically sit close together. We can extend this analogy into any event, whether it has assigned or not assigned seating. Another obvious place where social pecking orders can be clearly seen are weddings. Throughout the ceremony, the people closest to the married couple will be positioned in the closest proximity to them. The family and close friends are often standing or seated near the couple. Looser friends and colleagues are often sitting towards the perimeter. 
and distant friends are usually not invited at all. If seats are assigned, the couple is directly outlining their social pecking order. If the seats are not assigned, a natural pecking order will still exist. The individuals that are closer to the married couple will feel more comfortable being in closer proximity, whereas the individuals that are not as close will naturally give way to the individuals that are closer. Whether we are reviewing proximity in a car, a wedding, a dinner, or another setting, the spoken or unspoken social cues will tell us which individuals have the most influence on one another. I would like to close today's piece by emphasizing that understanding social pecking orders within a social group will help us further understand the web of relationships. Today's episode covered understanding group dynamics in a social setting by interpreting proximity. Our next episode will move into interpreting social pecking order by reviewing the content of conversations. If you find this content helpful, please explain to one friend, just one, why you find it helpful. Morale Mindset is produced in Bangkok, Thailand. I am David Quinn. Le Kwakun Ti Tamkrap. Mm-hmm.